the Lloyd's List Shipping Podcast. Welcome to this special edition of the Lloyd's List Podcast, live from Posidonia in Athens. I'm Richard Mead, editor of Lloyd's List. As is now traditional, Lloyd's List held its business briefing on Sunday before Posidonia starts in earnest. And as ever, it was an agenda-setting discussion covering efficiency and the convergence of new technologies that are rewriting the rules for shipping, and a fair amount of discussion around LNG as a new fuel option as well. Headline soundbites suggest that we should prepare for consolidation in the commercial management of ships, though not necessarily actual ownership. Don't plan for shipping's Uber moment, it's simply not going to happen. Do start collaborating with Silicon Valley, but don't expect them to understand shipping. And don't consider LNG as an interim fuel choice. It really is a game changer. One of the surprising revelations from the gathering was just how many people were in the audience straight off the plane from Silicon Valley. Given the generally very conservative shipping crowd that gravitates towards Posidonia, it was an interesting insight into what we can expect from the rest of the week in terms of discussion around new tech and startups focusing on shipping as an opportunity. We're going to be producing a few special editions of uh, this podcast while we're here at Posidonia, and for our first outing, the team gathered round the table directly after the business briefing to discuss what we'd gleaned from day one. I'm joined by the uh, Posidonia Dream Team. I have Nigel Lowry, Lambros Papraconomou, Helen Kelly, Richard Clayton, and uh, Anastasios Adamopoulos. Uh, welcome, everybody. Hi, Richard. Thank you. Hello. Hi, Richard. Richard. We were talking this morning about when the right time to sell a ship is and, and how this has been influenced by the environmental regulation coming up. Uh, and the thing that I take away, uh, two things that I take away most obviously, first of all is that few ship owners have any real idea what the next 18 months is going to bring. There's so much confusion that none of them are going to make investments because it'll be the wrong time and the wrong place. The second thing is when you sell a ship there are two elements here. There's the data that can inform the gut feeling. The data is not taking away the gut feeling, it will inform it. To me that's a really significant uh, thing to have heard. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I. I get the impression that uh, for the first time in, in living memory, technology and data is at the top of the agenda for what is traditionally a fairly conservative gathering of Greek ship-owning types. Uh, Lambros and Nigel, you've been here uh, for a few days already on the Posidonia circuit. Are you, are you getting the impression that Posidonia feels a bit different this time around? Absolutely, Richard. And uh, especially today during the business briefing, it, it became clear uh, that uh, the industry is grappling with, uh, with adopting the new technology and trying to find when is the right timing uh, to do so. We are in shipping, timing is always uh, seems to be the, you know, uh, at the top of their agenda. But I would like to ask a different question. Uh, can the shipping industry afford to be on the wrong side uh, of this debate and uh, continue adopting the old technology instead of the new? Mm. That's a valid point. I mean, it's a lot of that came out in the debate. You know, we had somebody on the panel, Alex Palagopoulos, who is you know investing in in LNG fueled uh, ships. We've got uh, Yanis Martinos, who's um, you know going hell for leather on on really interesting technology about how to manage not just individual ships but whole fleets using big data. You know, these are sort of the the, the next generation of, of shipping, and it's interesting they're here in Greece. But then you also had the traditional voices, John Plasidakis from Intercargo, you know, saying the shipping is efficient and, you know, realistically, do we need to change? We've found the efficiencies. We're not the same as everybody else, which is, you know, it's uh, an interesting discussion. 
Yeah, and I think one of the more interesting things I took away is that uh, Yannis Martinos, who's obviously at the forefront of a very innovative venture, um, is still of the opinion that um, an uberization, so to speak, of the shipping industry won't happen, which is a concept that's been floated around for a couple of years now. Um, and I think to hear somebody saying that uh, brokers are still going to be, somebody like him saying that brokers are still going to be necessary mm. um, and don't undermine them, uh, especially considering that brokers are often left somewhere in the void uh, and don't have much of a voice uh, in their defense. I think that was a, that was definitely an interesting uh, point for me, that yes, we are at a sort of uh, monumental point, but I don't think in their eyes the change is going to be that um, perhaps structural, yeah. so to speak. Well, let's be I think, uh, Richard, I mean, you, you mentioned that uh, perhaps Greek shipping is a relatively traditional uh, community in a relatively traditional space. And I think if you look at that panel that we enjoyed listening to today, um, one of the ways that you could uh, appraise it is that although the voices were very different and uh, everyone was coming from a slightly different place, uh, each one of the group members of the panel, uh, in addition to uh, Nick Brown of Lloyd's Register, uh, each one of them is a kind of leader in his own right. So you have uh, John Platsidikis, who is you know, the, the chairman of the Dry Bulk Industry Association uh, internationally. You have Ioannis Martinos, as you were saying, who is really in the absolute vanguard of young ship owners in terms of technology, mm. um, especially on the commercial side. Uh, but you also have Alex Panagopoulos, who is uh, behind uh, perhaps a world-leading project to use LNG as a marine, a marine fuel for global trading tramp shipping. Mm. And I think, although all the voices were very different, I think uh, a common denominator of what they were saying in their own way uh, was that, uh, you know, shipping, we are here, we are hands-on, and we have shown over, over many, many years, if not even centuries, that we are adaptable. Mm. We have always adapted, mm. and we will adapt. Um, so, you know, uh, yeah. Some faster than others, uh, using a variety of technologies, but shipping is going to adapt. Yeah. And you talk about adaptation and going back to your original point about Silicon Valley being represented in the room for the first time in Posidonia so far that we can remember. One of the things that I picked up on was the comment by uh, one of the chaps from Silicon Valley saying it's moved on from big data. Silicon mm. Valley's gone on to machine learning now. And I think this, this is something we're going to start to hear more and more about. Um, certainly, I'm about to publish a story tomorrow with ABS, which is um, going through a big period of machine learning itself at the moment. Mm. Um, so this is something that we're, we're going to be hearing more and more about. The industry is going to adapt to, and it will come out the other end significantly different to to how it is today. I'd be interested to know how those conversations go because I got the impression from some of the questions being posed from the floor by the Silicon Valley types coming in mm. that they are a little naive perhaps in terms of mm. how they think they can enter an industry and make assumptions about it and I think if, if, if one of the takeaways that uh, we go home with is that actually where technology works best and the most interesting projects that we're looking at right now from blockchain to uh, big data and machine learning and beyond it's where you have uh, new guys coming in with interesting ideas, but they're collaborating with established shipping players. That's where the real uh, developments are actually being made. Well, um, I think it's always uh, interesting to have new blood and, and fresh ideas, and that provides its own stimulus. But I think the correlative 
uh, on the panel side to the people from Silicon Valley uh, saying, how do we approach you? How, you know, who should we team up with to, to get some of these things done? The correlative from the panel side was fine, but you know, don't tell us uh, what are our problems and what we need to do give us the answers to problems which actually exist. Mm. And in defense of the old guard, if you like, of uh, John Platsidakis made a very uh, astute comment that shipping is efficient. And uh, if you like, Trump shipping uh, was the original uh, application of Uber mm. uh, before Uber even existed. Not that uh, the industry doesn't have room for, uh, to improve technologically. Uh, there's a lot of room. But we should not underestimate uh, the, all the accomplishments that uh, it has uh, already made. Mm. No, it's true. Well, there's a long week ahead of us. We'll have to see how Silicon Valley fares at the Posidonia parties. They might be going home with a bit of a hangover. Um, uh, I wish you all the best for this evening's uh, festivities, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Richard. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.